Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Carly Ennis, welcome to my critter shed. Your critter shed's a little bit bigger than mine. It's very it's slightly bigger. It's slightly bigger. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'll bring you inside first. Brilliant. And then we will have a chat and then we'll head out. Yeah. We better explain that your critter shed is actually... <laughs> we was gonna, I was going to leave that for the great reveal Oh, fair enough <laughs> I'll keep your mouth shut Pretend you didn't hear that <laughs> Hello, Ted Now, will I pop this on? No, not my hand, please, pal Look at me, nervous around a cat No, what are you doing with being nervous around a cat? That's ridiculous It's furry, I don't do furry <laughs> animals <laughs> First of all, Carly, you're very welcome to my critter shed. Yes. Which is ever so slightly different to your one. Slightly bigger, yeah. Slightly bigger. And uh, no, you're going to hang on to them. Okay. That's that's your secret weapon. And that's a bag full of treats for our special guest today. So normally we have lots of different people in our shed, right? And today we have a very special person called Ted. And how would you describe Ted? Ted is about um, a foot and a half long from (laughs) head to tail. He's black and white. He's profusely shedding his fur all over me. Yep. And if I was to hazard a guess, I would say he's a house cat. Oh my God, look at you. Powers of reception. Powers of reception. Ted and I have been together four years. We met in the Phoenix Park. Ted was four months old. He was stuck in a tree. As you can see, he's very friendly. He's very dog-like. And the reason I invited you here to meet Ted was because I've been wanting to talk about something special for ages. And it's about house cats. Yes. And there's two things I want to talk about. And one is how amazing they are and how well adapted they are to what they do. And then I want to talk about the particular lifestyle that Ted and I have together, which is quite unusual. Okay. So if you would just call Ted over here, he's going to wrap the bag. Come on, Teddy-o. Come on back up, say hello to... Uncle Collie. Hello. The first thing you notice about Ted is his lovely whiskers, right? Yeah. So whiskers are actually really amazing adaptations and they help him to survive in all sorts of different places. So whiskers are called vibrissae, which means tactile hairs. And essentially they're made of the same material as hairs are, regular Mm -hmm. hairs. So that's keratin. But they're really different to normal hairs because they're thicker, as you can see. Come here, Teddy-o. Come here to me. I just put them up my lap there. So if you feel his whiskers there... Yeah, I can feel You feel how, springy. how springy they are, right? Yeah. And you'll also notice where he has them. So he has them in little lines along his cheeks. Yeah. And then under his little chinny chin chin, his little white chin there. Okay. And he has a few just above his eyebrows, or just above his eyes rather. And also, I'm just lifting up his little white paw. And he has them on the back of his paw, just sort of at his wrist. Oh, I never knew the they had whiskers yeah. under their paw. That's amazing. So these vibrissae are really amazing. And they're called tactile hairs because that's exactly what they do. They help a cat sense his environment so the vibrissae are rooted much deeper in the skin than normal hair is and where they're rooted the whisker is surrounded by lots of blood vessels and extra nerve endings and the blood vessels scientists believe amplify any sort of vibration that is picked up by the whisker so if the whisker brushes against something or feels the breeze or moves in any way the cat is picking up all sorts of information about the environment very cool yeah they're pretty amazing so cats use whiskers for lots of different things they can sense where they're going they can Mm -hmm. sense if they can pass through a space so as they're passing through an area they're feeling their whiskers moving or not and that's sending information about the environment back to them it's telling them how wide a space is if they'll fit or not and it also helps them to hunt because when 
A cat is hunting and finds its prey. It can't actually see anything clearly that's closer than 30 centimetres. So if you imagine Ted running after a mouse or a bird or something, so he'll grab that animal and then brings it to his mouth. He can use his whiskers then to actually work out where the animal is in his paws. Final And actually, yeah, Yeah. give that final bite, yeah. And then, of course, the whiskers at the back of his, his leg, his front legs are also telling him about where he's moving. Is he moving in long grass? The space, is it big enough? All that sort of stuff. So they're really cool. I read it recently as well that they found out the whiskers are directly connected to the brain in the fact that it, it helps them map out areas, gives them a mental map of, of, oh, right. of areas. Because yeah. they put a cat, a, a, a fairly young kitten, in a maze, blacked out, completely pitch dark. Yeah. And the cat was still able to figure out how to get through the maze oh, once wow. it sussed it out once. That's amazing. That's, uh, yeah, very yeah. cool. So they have all these incredible adaptations. And of course, other animals have whiskers as well, like you have seals and sea lions, and yeah. they use it for the same thing. They use it to sense what's going on in their environment. And sometimes the whiskers are so sensitive, they can actually feel the breeze, they can feel the breeze changing direction. Or even in seals, they reckon that they can actually almost feel the fish breathing. So they're taking, taking water into their gills. Like it's absolutely <laughs> You never think of that, really. Yeah. That's so cool. And people also wonder why we don't have whiskers, because most primates... I have. not quite but but I can shave them off I know what you mean yeah Yeah, most primates well a lot of mammals and a lot of primates would have whiskers but of course we don't have them because maybe we did have them at some point yeah and then we lost them in our in our evolutionary timeline at some point because we probably didn't need them and scientists have discovered too that the part of the brain that used to be associated with feeling and decoding information from whiskers is now in humans used to decode the tips of our fingers. Ah. So where they use the same brain area for the whiskers, we would now sort of focus on our... On our, on our touch. On our little touch, Well, that's yeah. a good uh, kind of an analogy for a whisker then. It's, mm. a, it's a kind of a touch sensory yeah. thing. And if you look how wide they are in relation to tails. Yeah, you can see right across this yeah, big backside. Yeah, you can see exactly where it's going, yeah. Brilliant. How smart are cats? Now, I've heard that they are three times... Their cerebral cortex is three times more developed than oh dogs. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Would you say that when you watch them? Or they... Oh, yeah, they're smart. I mean, it's like anyone. So we have three cats. We have yeah. Ted, Ziggy and Daisy, and they're all rescues. So they all have completely different personalities, and they all have different IQs. Yes. The smartest okay. one is the female, <laughs> goes without saying. Okay. The one who's not so smart is the one who's outside the door trying to get in because he hasn't been fed yet. That's yeah. little Ziggy. He's very scared. And then Ted is more brawn than um, from brain. than brains. And that's that goes for any population, right? You're going to have a range true, of yeah. adaptations and intelligence and different types of intelligence. And that's sort of an insurance policy. So if something happens in the environment, there's bound to be some members of a population that have a particular adaptation. Yeah. That will help the them bigger, survive. The bigger dopey ones might survive, <laughs> or the smarter ones might. I just get excited when I look at them because they're so perfectly adapted. Oh, and by the way, their eyes are amazing as well. So they can't see in pitch black, but they can see in about one sixth of the amount of light yeah. that we can. So they're Six pretty, times more powerful. That's exactly, incredible. yeah. That's a refractive membrane in the back of the eye. That's right, yeah. So it just doubles doubles up the amount of light exactly so you have sort of mirrors in the back of the eye and as the as the light is passing in there's only a tiny amount of light passing Mm. in it'll bounce off the mirrors back onto the receptors so that it's actually getting it's making the most of that tiny amount of light that's passing into it so we don't have that that's the mirror that you see you know when you shine light light, yeah yeah. that's that yeah you see that that flash yeah that nocturnal animal boy yeah it's amazing and as you look at ted there now so he's lying there sort of waiting for his dinner but looking at the door wondering you know is there anyone outside yeah and if you look at his paws so I have to admit I have a sort of I have a bit of a fetish for oh God. animal <laughs> paws animal, animal, animal feet and paws yeah. and hooves and all that sort of thing they're just like every animal has or every species has such an interesting way of getting around mm-hmm. and using their feet or paws or whatever it is they have or fins to, to get around so cats are wonderful because, as we all know, cats have claws. Mm, retractable claws. Exactly. Mm. And that's what makes them really special because they're retractable. So if you want to sneak up on something and catch it, it doesn't make sense to have claws that are out all the time because you'll Clinking hear them. off the ground. Exactly. Yeah. So over millennia of evolution, 
cats evolved to have retractable claws that, that gives them a real advantage so when they're sneaking up on their prey they can retract them they're really quiet and then when they pounce boom those claws come out and that is it you're yeah. a toast that's a classic sign of an ambush predator as well and even the way their eyes are slit that's very unique to cats because oh, really? most mammals have the circular eyes oh, even right. the big cats oh wow but it's the smaller cat species out of the 36 cat species i think it's the smaller ones right they have those slits. Yeah. And it's to be able to focus on animals at ground level. Oh, amazing. When you're, in, when you're ambushing, you're just waiting yeah. for that thing to come across you and yeah. bang. They're also stealth predators, so they will... Very much so, They yeah. will sneak up sneak behind up, yeah. and ambush them from behind as well. As I know too, all too well. What happened to you today with cats? We'll get to that at the end of the conversation. <laughs> let's let's talk about the niceness of cats. Yeah, okay. And then we get into it. <laughs> and then we dovetail into something. Yeah. Um, Close your ears, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, so Ted, as you can see, Ted's just lying there. He's beautiful and he's furry and he's, he's black and white. But in the wild, at some that, point yeah. in his evolution, he would have been a yeah. colour like, like our tabby cat, Daisy. She's got these beautiful stripes. Stripes, and she, yeah. That just She's the closest to it. So they, they, the wild cat species exactly. from around the... Middle Eastern area. Yeah. Our cats evolved from them because they started hanging around us because of grain. Oh, right. What do we have with the grain? Stars, mice. So right. the cats moved in and right. they started hanging around and then it became a little bit more familiar. Yeah. And then, of course, kittens are set off that cute response in our brains because yeah. the big eyes, yeah. the small mouth. We just want to nurture them. Yeah. What do they look like? Babies. Exactly. So that's kind of the combination of them being such good hunters and them looking like babies when they're yeah. very young was the perfect pet for us. And that's interesting what you say about the babies thing because cats still have that. Adult cats still have that. So when I get up in the morning, the first yes. thing that I see is three cats going absolutely insane for food. Or in fact, I don't even have to get up to see that. There are three cats on top of me right. meowing into my face, begging me to feed them. And that meow has a cry in it that is similar to the cry of a human baby. Baby. And that is tapping into one of your deepest and oldest nurture <laughs> instincts. And when you hear it, yeah. you are putting in their hands because all you want to do is nurture them. And that's how they've sort of... Yeah. They're they not have. manipulating us, but it's one of these things where at some yeah. point having that cry was advantageous to a yes. cat. The genes got passed on and that's just They're the way They're kind of fortunate now. in the way they, were evolved, they had evolved anyway. That... Come on, Ted. Through our agricultural habits... That they became kind of uh, useful. Beautiful. He's taking a treat off me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at those claws. Ew. He's so big. He's huge, isn't he? When did you see him last? Um, Christmas, was it? It was Christmas, yeah, I think so. Was he not that big? And I think I was seeing three years again I was leaving this place. (laughs) Because I had a few beers. But, yeah. He's an old sweetie, isn't he? Look at him. He's he's a real charismatic little dude. The thing about cats as well, I suppose, is, and you can probably answer me this, but they're, they're much more in... If they don't want to talk to you, they won't be arsed. They'll yeah. just go off and leave you alone. Yeah. So I suppose it's a more honest relationship as well, opposed to like the poor dogs who just want to be loved all the time and yeah. you could beat the shit out of a dog yeah. and it would still love you. Yeah, still have that. I don't think and that's the difference in, in having an animal that's part of a pack and they depend on the pack. That's very true. For survival. Whereas these guys, they don't need a pack to survive. No, they're, they're very much independent. Yeah, so they can hunt by themselves and whatever. Although, in Japan... Go on. There's an island where they had problems with mice eating all the fishermen's nets. Mm -hmm. So they introduced cats and the cats ate all the mice. But the cats kept breeding and breeding and breeding. And now the island's actually called Oshima Island. But Uh it's actually referred to as Cat Island now. Oh my God. Cats outnumber humans (gasps) six to one. No. And what's really interesting is the cats as solitary animals, Mm -hmm. inverted commas, Mm -hmm. um, apart from lions... Most biologists. Sorry, sorry. Just he's see that he's looking down at the ground now for a treat that's dropped, and, and he can't, can't see, see it. it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But so he figured it out. As long as it's moving sniffing. like that, yeah. just threw in there, and as long as that's it's moving, you can see it. Yeah. Sorry. So no, no, no. Um, so the yeah. Ocean. So biologists would would always consider cats like <laughs> this little fella here. He's very rubbable. Isn't to he be beautiful? Social so creatures. Look at him, he's leaning. To be social creatures, but in in this island in Cat Island in Japan, yeah. there's so many of them that they've actually started to go around in packs. Oh, really? And they've started a trait that's only been seen in lions where a lactating female will will also raise other cats, oh. uh, babies in the wow. group. Normally that would not happen. Yeah. So they're actually changing their behaviour and they can be quite social wow. when there's enough food right. to support them, the numbers, you know? That's amazing adaptation. It's pretty it? cool, yeah. Here, give them another treat, go on. 
that's mad that you can't see it right in front of his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as it stops, boom, yeah. you can't see it. But if that moves... So the poor eyesight, well, not as good. No, wait, no it's beyond... If it's um, anything closer than 30 centimetres, they can't focus on All it. Right. But beyond that, they can see very clearly. And their black and white vision as well, or poor colour. I think, I think they see colour. differently, but I they see differently. I don't think there's, that they're colour blind. I yeah. think they just see differently yeah. different shades different parts of the spectrum than, the, than, than we, we would, would yeah look how he's, he's look, such a sweetheart he's really i know they have super hearing yeah they have that especially when it comes to bags of treats yeah like he can be at the other end of the house <laughs> and i swear to god i will really quietly take a bag of treats out of the drawer and boom within five seconds he's there look at him he's that's brilliant against and his ancestors would have used that to hear the little squeaks of mice right yeah and those low frequency sounds are very hard to pinpoint but of mm-hmm. course he has these rotatable ears yeah. that he can kind of so if you focus look at, in. If you look at his ears, the ear flaps are really big and Huge. there's lots of folds inside them. So mm-hmm. that means those ears make the most of that sound uh, signal that's coming in, gets bounced around and, and collected. Brilliant. So, so it's almost like, you know the way when you see people with these big dishes and microphones in yeah, them that are yeah. picking up signals, it's sort of amplifying the microphone. In the, the spy movie centre, yeah, listed exactly, to people through yeah, glass. Exactly, the parabolas. Look at him there, he's a sweetheart. You see how he's just, he's, uh, he's lying to, on the ground there yeah. now and he's, uh, he's just... Playing. He's needing kittens when they're young. They need their mothers to, to get milk, and it's sort of a comfort. And oh, adult I cats see. Have, have have continued that into adulthood. So it's one of these. So that's when they get into a bed. They kind of yeah, rub yeah. it and like, poke oh, at I it. Love you. Oh yeah, Daddy. that's mad. I know it's mad. It makes him look so cute. And then there's going to be an enormous, enormous amount of. Uh, Baby talk in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't help myself. Oh, no, I understand. Look at he's so beautiful. Look, it makes more sense that you do baby talk to a cat than me doing it to yeah. a fucking scorpion or something. Or so. <laughs> a little snake. Or a little yeah, snake. yeah. Yeah, so um, they're amazing creatures. So perfectly adapted. And they are... They're brilliant predators and they're successful predators. Yeah, they're, very, they're one of the most successful they in are, the world. Yeah, and that's why... Um, there's something that I do with these cats that a lot of people might think is cruel, but for me, it's I feel it as part of my responsibility as somebody who lives with cats. Yes. And I keep them indoors. Yay! The only time that these cats go outdoors is with me, yeah. under supervision, into our little courtyard or a little back garden, or Ted, being Ted, goes out in the leash. This is like, I suppose people, because we normally talk about very weird animals, well, we kind of talk about everything. <laughs> we talk but, about everything. But uh, part of the reason we wanted to talk about cats is because we're both at heart conservationists and yeah. trying to be environmentally conscious. And I think the problem with cats can't be ignored and the impact they've had yeah. in nature and on our natural world has been tremendous. Yeah. Now, it's not the cat's fault. Yeah, exactly. It's us. Yeah. The Romans and the, well, the Egyptians gave them to the Romans and the yeah. Romans brought them all around the world with them. And then, you know, we've brought them all over to every corner of the earth. Where they never where should they have Where they never been. should have been. They never exactly. Been. So there's cats in places where they're not native to, which means that the, the wildlife that grows, that develops around them or has developed in those places, never developed those skills or the adaptations to actually... Avoid them, yeah. Avoid them and, and avoid being killed and then survive themselves. So I don't want... Ted to be killing animals or the other two um, cats that I have Daisy or Ziggy I don't want them to be killing wildlife because we have so so few you know wild animals left yeah, outside particularly in ca- places where cats would be around the most which would be urban areas urban wildlife is struggling yeah, it really is. struggling and, yeah. and ca- having cats wander free at night is irresponsible. It's completely irresponsible. It's irresponsible for the cat as well because they can they can suffer and die. And Here's die one for you. Yeah. So uh, cats kept indoors mm-hmm. live two to five years longer on average yep. than cats are, that are wandering. Do you hear that, Ted? By a combination of accidents, as you were saying, and simply just catching diseases and getting into fights and scrubs yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. there's another reason if you genuinely love your cat yeah, that totally. you shouldn't be yeah. letting them at night. And Ted, like every cat has a different personality, the same way your your personality is different to mine. And Ted is the type of guy, he would follow anybody home. He has no road sense. Yes, He'll okay. run under anything. He wouldn't last five minutes outside. And and here's another thing mm-hmm. with cat personalities and different animals' personalities. I have friends who I kind of have suggested that they keep their cats indoors. And the first thing that they'll say is, 
my moggy doesn't kill. doesn't kill anything. Now, that may be very well true. Probably isn't. It's probably not true. Probably not true, but it may very well be true. But your moggy still has a chance of spreading diseases that native animals aren't able to cope with, or even, you know, just scrubbing, not even killing, but scrubbing an animal because cats have bacteria in their claws mm. that is very infective, uh, infectious mm-hmm. and they're it's a non-native animal. Yeah. It's, it's To me, because it's so accepted, it's very hard to describe to people, but to me, you might as well have a monitor lizard walking around in, in the field. It's yeah. really bizarre to me that yep. people don't cop onto it yep. more. So there's been a bit of research done. People have put um, cameras and monitors and stuff on, yes, on cats. Yes, I'm and very fascinated by that. And they've that. gone around. So they've done they've done studies like this in places like America and the UK and Australia. We haven't done anything like that here in Ireland. I think we're just, I think we're just unwilling to have this conversation yet here. In yeah, Ireland. yeah. And I think it's time we had it. The big, the big alarm bell country is Australia. Yeah. So they've they've lost twenty species alone, Jesus. and there's a hundred and thirty something oh on the on God. the extinction list. And people keep going, well, it's habitat fragmentation and destruction in urban areas. It's not, because these are desert animals in the middle of nowhere where there's nobody around that are going extinct. And it's purely down to cats. These these are animals that never evolved or co-evolved with cats or anything like that. And they're all the the unique endemic uh, species of marsupials that Australia has. And they're disappearing like wildfire. 90 Seven point something percent of the country in Australia is covered in oh cats. Oh my god! Apart from a few islands offshore, yeah, and some places they've wiped them out. Yeah, so we're not hit me with some figures here. Okay, here's some scary stuff. We're talking about Australia. In just one day, Australia's cats kill around 1.3 million birds. Holy shit! 1.8 million, million. reptiles and over 3.1 million mammals. That's in one, one single day. day. There's another mammal behind you who'd like something. You got the treats? Or I, I, have, I, I don't... They're in do there have... beside you. Oh, there you go. So here's some... If you if you bring Ted back up onto the couch beside you, come on. Come on, Ted. Yeah, come on up here, Ted. That is unbelievable it's numbers. It's shocker, isn't it? Yeah. He does look really cute. If you lean in, you'll get a little furry headbutt. Oh, very nice. He's a little sweetheart. Look at him, he's gorgeous. Your, okay. your so, kind is responsible for the destruction of the natural world, but you're so <laughs> cute. so gorgeous. Um, your little pink nose. But... Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, though. 1.3 million birds every day, 1.8 million reptiles every day, and over 3.1 million mammals every single it's day. Insane in figures. Australia. Insane. It's insane. And so, that's just one country. That's just one country. Now we go to the US, where they've done a lot of surveys. Yes. Again, it's impossible to get absolute figures, but it's it's a ballpark figure, and it's something to start on. In the US, cats kill four billion wildlife animals every year. Four billion. Billion. That is a shocker. So then we move to the UK, which is a smaller island. The UK, cats kill 55 million birds, 55 million birds every single year. And they do reckon that one in three cat does, uh, one in three cats does kill. But I don't know, I think, I think most cats will kill. They don't always bring, bring their back. prey home. Uh, yeah, exactly. And they're not killing because they're hungry. They're killing because of their instinct. instinct. They can't help exactly. us. And we're not, we're not blaming them. They're yeah, not to blame exactly. for any of that. So today, <laughs> I was sitting out in my back garden, yeah. pottering around. And I decided to take the weight off my feet. And I sat down in my chair. And I have, obviously, you've seen the ponds. Yep. And I love watching the birds come down and have their bats, the frogs, and everything hopping around. I was sitting there for about half an hour. And there was a couple of starlings down having a bat in the shallow end. And out of nowhere, like a little tiger, came a cat with no tail. I think it's a Manx cat, they're called. But uh, a cat with no tail, out of the bush, boom, hit the starling and off with it, up the tree, gone. Oh, shit. Now, that's the second time in two weeks that's happened. And that's Uh, future generations of starlings that will never appear. And I'm also finding frogs' legs around my (gasps) pond. So now this cat has decided to take up residence. Now... A Manx cat will be a rarer breed. Yeah. It's definitely not a stray. Yeah. So I'm going to have to figure out who owns the cat and yeah. politely ask them to keep it out of my garden. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it, to be honest with you, I was so pissed off today. Yeah. So pissed off because, you know, you, it, we're, we're always promoting making space for wildlife in urban areas and all that sort of stuff. But what use is it? If you're going to have a, a, an a apex predator. predator hanging around an the back there, exactly. Somebody at the top of the food chain. That doesn't belong there. Yeah. Does yeah. not belong there. Yeah. Foxes and badgers, yes. 
Yeah. They belong in the country. Yeah, and that regulates but the, itself. But these these don't belong there. And also, completely unnecessary. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary predation. Yeah. The cats aren't hungry, as you said. That board will be found politely put on Mrs. O'Reilly's doorstep tonight and she'll go and have a laugh about it. Yep. Uh, oh my God. And little tittles brought this. me back a present. Exactly. Something like 40% of prey items are left to rot. It's, it's such a waste. It's a waste. It's a shocker. And here's and like, another thing. I mean, like... Oh, some really good pals of mine who are very uh, kind and lovely people will feed stray cats. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a massive mistake. If you are a part of... Uh, if you want to help the natural world, mm. if you're going to feed stray cats, you're giving them the energy and the protein to create more stray cats. I know. And they're going to need food and they're going to kill more wildlife. So, at the very least, if you're going to feed stray cats... Trapped have them, them cat, captured and neutered. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just yeah. going to keep perpetuating this. And we'll have a country with lots of trees. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Lots of grass, lots of cats yeah. and nothing else. Eventually, and we'll all have seen stray cats in, in in lots of different places. In the most bizarre places, and they're also sick. Yes, it breaks your heart. They're yes. suffering. They're sick. Now, as you know, you know me. I don't eat any animal products. I care about the welfare of individual animals. Mm-hmm. I care about the welfare of groups of animals and yes. species. I am not condoning any mistreatment of cats. I'm no, not condoning Jesus, any of that. And neither am I. I'm not. But what I'm saying is. These are predators. They're beautiful animals. They can be part of our lives in a way that is just so lovely. I mean, I adore my tree cats. In case you haven't gotten that already, I, I adore my up on tree that cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look where he is now. He was on the couch beside you. Now he's lying on the ground. He's sort of thinking, okay, at some point somebody will feckin' well feed me. And I've made a space for him. That's good. So cats yeah. sleep up to 18 hours a day. They're really good at conserving energy. And I, I'm waging a war on words like lazy or sneaky or whatever because they're just words that humans fill up with all yeah, sorts yeah, of crap fair enough. baggage so they're not lazy they're very good at, at conserving energy if you're a cat if you're a cat whatever size of cat you happen to be like a tiger a lion or a domestic cat if you're living in the wild you don't know when your next uh, dinner is going to yeah, come by I've so you're going to take eat. care of the energy that you have yeah. and save it so that you have enough energy to sprint and catch and all that sort of stuff so they're very conservative they're very um, careful with their energy that's why they eat like when they get stuck into a oh, yeah. wildebeest. They're, yeah, exactly. I've seen they some they cool cats in Africa when I was really? on. Really? Yeah, what did you see? I saw a leopard hunting. Oh, wow. In the process of hunting. I saw a, tree, a team of tree brothers, che- uh, cheetahs, killing, <gasps> taking down and killing um, uh, a wildebeest, oh. which was insane. Oh, my God. And very, very lucky to see that. Of course, I saw lions, which were cool. They were doing a lot of banging. <laughs> the males had taken the fem- a couple of the females offside. Apparently, this is what they do. And they made for like a whole day. Yeah. And she'll hassle him, yeah. which I thought was brilliant because that have, never happens to me. You know why it doesn't happen to you? Because they have barbs on their penis. Oh, that's true. That's true. Up. But um, uh, what else was it I saw as well? Oh, yeah. A serval. What's that? Oh, really? It's What's an that? African, small African cat, but it's like a cat that can jump five times its own height and it's uh, specialised in predating on 
ground nesting boards. Oh wow! So when the boards are taken off, it's it's in position, jumps up, claws them out in wow. the air, and grabs them. That was super rare to see. So I was really really chuffed with that. That's amazing. As well. Do you know pound for pound? By the way, speaking of the African yeah. cats, pound for pound, house cats are the strongest cats really? of all. Strongest, yeah, really. really? That, they are. Aww. That's really like That's mad to think. Like the more I was reading about them coming up to this episode, obviously I wanted to get <laughs> some facts in, but I I never really thought about why they're so successful. Yeah. And why there's thirty six separate species and they've they basically had colonized the world. Well, apart from Australia and that, but like the yeah. this, the actual family of cats, the felines, have been so successful. Yeah, they are extraordinary they, animals. From a small cat that evolved in Southeast Asia about 10 million years ago yeah. they've spread all over yeah. so yeah. And when it comes to like admiring the natural world like you really don't have to go outside your own door to, to do it you know I mean here we are yeah. with uh, this amazing predator in front of us and you know we're just admiring it and like having lived with cats now for 7 years as an adult I've just learned so much about them and I, I have what such it's, incredible it's, it's, admiration for, for them and how they navigate the world. And so I've just learned. Does he ever get a whiff of the tigers and the lions next door to him <laughs> and go, holy shit, my cousin um, Larry's been on the jukes. We'll come to that later because people don't know where we are yet. Oh, yeah, sorry. I keep giving it away. <laughs> Pretend you don't. <laughs> we can go again. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I was down in the Burren last year and I know they have a lot of ground nesting birds down there and mm. I was just absolutely horrified and sick to my stomach and I saw a black cat wandering through the Burren and easy prey, the birds are easy prey and, yep. the, you know, well, the I mean, cats should I'm, be kept indoors. We are, especially like the stuff that me and Rob would be looking at our frogs and newts and yep. the, our lizards, our That's native right. lizards and they get nailed they get wiped out by cats there was a, a colony of terns recently Did you, I sent you that paper oh right that people were studying for years and it's been set up and really well protected yeah. and in one night a cat went in and wiped out the entire colony oh god the entire colony oh, on god. a beach yeah you so know I and it, it's again there's a cat that could have been indoors could have been indoors curled yeah. up in front of the fire yeah. perfectly happy I mean, you can see how content he is right yeah I mean, cats, people say to me, is it not unnatural to keep cats inside? Is it not cruel? Ted's been inside since he was a kitten. Daisy has been inside since she was two days old. Ziggy is terrified of the outside world. He's quite happy to be inside. And they have natural instincts to do things. And we make sure that we sort of satisfy the instincts. So they want to chase stuff. So we play with them. They play with each other. They chase each other. They sleep 18 hours a day. So the the other six hours, they're moving around Enrichment, that's what they call it. Enrichment, exactly. And it doesn't matter if he's chasing a bird or chasing a ball. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's having a good fun. He's chasing. And they chase each other. They mess around. Now, I wouldn't advocate keeping a single cat by itself indoors because they do actually need company. I know people think they're they're quite solitary and antisocial, but they're not. They do like company. Okay. So if you're keeping cats indoors, definitely keep two. And And if you're worried about space and not having enough space for a cat, don't get a cat. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 always a thing with any any pet. If If you don't have the... The, the space to give it the proper life that it needs, that it wants. Plus, there's a, a lot of stuff as well. If you do have the space and you get your cat, there's a lot of stuff you can get now, like these climbing oh, yeah, frames climb and the all sorts of stuff. Shelves around the room where they can use them as sort of, yeah, you know, walking space and, board and I, walks. I saw a thing called a cattery. I never heard of them before, What's that? but a lot of people, conscious people in the states, are starting to build very much like a board enclosure oh, yeah, yeah. so it's like they will have outside. a cat flap in the wall yeah. where they can go out into the elements run yeah. around and it's basically like a big board cage yeah. attached to the house outside that's what my sister has she lives in Sydney and she has it's a really good idea about six cats and it's uh, a really good idea they're contained and you, can, you, you can keep them safe from yep. the elements and, mm-hmm. and getting whacked over by cars and, and they can still enjoy and the they can still enjoy these the guys go outside with me they sit in our little courtyard yeah and our little garden and we will be moving house at some point and we're going to have a garden, but that will be cat-proof, so they won't be able to get out Brilliant. and they'll be there only under our supervision so they're not actually yeah. killing. Now, there's a thing, I wouldn't... It will be difficult, say, to bring a five-year-old cat that has been an outdoor cat and yes, make it an yes, indoor cat. I, I, but I you can still mitigate. So yeah. 
The cat's hunting times are dusk and dawn. So that's the time when you'll hear them running around the house like absolute lunatics. Um, keep them in from dusk till dawn. Feed them at that time or something yeah, like that. That's just keep brilliant. them in and let Great them out at 8 o'clock in the morning. Bring them, out at five, bring them in at 6 o'clock in the afternoon and keep them in. And that Leash training your cat is a good way yeah, of getting them exercise is. as well if you're worried. Teddy and they o. do take to it. They do. Ted so, and I go for a walk. Yeah, I never knew that again. Just I'm researching for to put the- a video of... Me and Ted going for a walk. Ted and I... We put up on our, our little... Ted and I make... Social media. So, uh, make science videos. I saw some of them. He is my presenter. Cohort. And I'm his media bitch. So there you go. Uh, we put up some of those videos with Ted on the leash. Because that's yeah. what we do. We go for a walk and he... Well, when I say for a walk, we go for a wander. There's a lot of standing and staring into bushes. That's what yeah, cats do. But that's what he wants. Yeah. I go where he wants. It's a very small area that we cover. We do yeah. stand in front of a lot of bushes and just stare. <laughs> Um, and he has chased squirrels up a tree and then that's fine because I know he won't get the squirrel yeah. and he climbs trees and I stand there underneath, <laughs> underneath with, with the an tree extendable with an extendable um, leash, yeah. leash going straight up and people walk by and they look up and they expect to see a jack Russell or something up a tree, a tree. brilliant <laughs> So that's look, very at how, look how happy he is there I mean this is this oh is I have to life. say they're quite content and with all any cat I've seen that's been kept indoors for a sleep no difference in their behaviour no contentment no I think without like you know you don't want to be preachy and telling people what to do yeah but we always say it's the same as all the animals we talk about on the on the critter shed do your homework be responsible absolutely and make sure that whatever you're keeping isn't going to be affecting exactly other wild animals because yeah. you know you cannot claim to be an animal lover because you have a nice cat and he's running around killing exactly all the songbirds yeah. in the neighborhood like you know it's it's uh it's hypocritical it is um so there you go teddy o very he's interesting dough, conversation though and once again i have to reiterate i adore my cats yeah and i do not condone animal cruelty no. But I do think we need to think about how we keep our cats. And Ted has the right to a proper life. And the wildlife, the wild birds and reptiles and amphibians also have the right to a good life and they have a right to live. Yes. So I feel I'm mitigating the damage that he does and I'm still giving him the best great life, life I can. There you go. Well, thank right. you very much for coming um, or for inviting me in, little cat. He's nothing little about him. He's, he's, he's over know, six yeah. kilos. He's a big dude. He's a monster. <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> now, um, I was hoping I could show you the rest of my pretty shit. Yeah, would you mind? Mm-hmm. Have you got any interesting animals that I One or see? two. <laughs> One or two. I'm very excited about this. So before we head outside, I just want to explain something to you all. That my critter shed is not a place that I own but it's simply the words I use to describe the place that I live. And in fairness, it's a fairly unusual address. So, Collie, we're in my critter shed. Yes. Which we can now reveal to be... Dublin Zoo. It is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we're standing outside the house of... I don't know, the, the house of the animal that just gives me the shivers. And we're going to hop inside and we're going to have to be really quiet when we get in and we see how long it takes for people to guess where we are. And we will be whispering when we get inside. Yeah, I think people hopefully will guess very quickly. I'm so nervous. Okay. I'm shaking. But yeah, we're, we're like good nervous. <laughs> good nervous. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So because we didn't want to speak too loudly inside the house, I'm going to explain to you now what we're seeing. So we've just walked in. There's a large barrier in front of us and a group of about 11 Asian elephants of all ages, from the matriarch to the youngest baby. They've just come towards us to have a look at us and see what's going on. In front of us right now, there are lots of trunks coming through the barrier because they want to smell us. And all that beautiful sound that you're hearing is the elephants sniffing. They want to smell us. They want to know who we are. Really curious. And we get to look them in the eye. And it's just astounding. When you look in their eyes, there's an absolute presence there, isn't it? Of course. Big time. The huge drum. 
coming in through the bars. Awesome. You just can't believe the actual size of them. And the smell is amazing. It smells great, actually. trunks right in front of us. Yeah. One really small one, really big one. One ginormous, big headed. Oh my god, it's so cool to see them so happy. No head shakes, no weird shit. The floor of the elephant house is made up of a two metre layer of sand that's really soft on their feet. And the keepers build up mounds of sand so that the elephants can sleep up against them because... Contrary to what people used to believe, elephants do lie down to sleep. walked out of the elephant house yeah what was that like that was um surreal one of those t- times where i'm just kind of like what the feck am i <laughs> uh, i call them my forest gump moments <laughs> where i'm just looking around going how did i end up here but yeah really cool was there anything surprising about uh, it? the noise um that kind of resonance coming up through me and then the hair on the body the amount of it right down the trunk for some reason you just think in your head they're going to be smooth with wrinkles but they're not and then the red hair. Yeah, a little gingers. Yeah. God, I mean, and just, you know what it was as well? It was um, emotional. Now, I'm probably going to have to do some push-ups and sit-ups now to regain my manliness. But yeah, nearly brought it to the glass eye right there. <laughs> because, I don't know, it's nice to see them happy and they really are happy out in there. Yeah. Um, but what, like... For me, when you look at them and you look in their eyes, Jesus, you're connecting with yes. something. Like, Even the little cheeky, but there was a cheeky guy down there. I don't know if yeah. we picked it up on the audio. There was a guy kicking us with sand, as much as <laughs> say, what the fuck are you doing here? And they're messers. The they're messers, kids yeah. Messers. And like proper personality. You could see who was a kid, who was a teenager, who the, the matriarchs were, who were like yeah. not having any of that shit. <laughs> and now we're walking around Dublin Zoo after hours. And that sounds like a really dodgy movie, <laughs> Dublin Zoo, after hours. I want to show you another another favourite cool. animal of mine. And right. it ties in with what, what we, we were, were talking, talking about, about earlier. earlier. <gasps> it ties in with Ted. Ah, so just prepare yourselves. We're just coming up to a, a viewing shelter. We're walking around. There's windows. And in front of us... <gasps> there is a giant tiger. <laughs> Oh, that is that is a beautiful female yeah, Amur tiger. The Amur tigers used to be called Siberian tigers, but because they're territory, they've shrunk into a territory known as Amur. They okay. call them Amur tigers now. So the Amur male tiger is the biggest cat on the planet. So this cat weighs about 150, 200 kilos. Her paws, beautiful paws are the size of dinner plates. And look at this, cub, <gasps> cub, it's a baby. So, no. right, we're standing in front of a mirror. Uh, sorry, we're standing in front of a window, which yeah, is glass window, floor to ceiling. And this cub has just come bounding down on us. Now, it's like a kitten, but it's, it's like the kitten that's the size of two uh, Alsatian dogs. Yeah. So if you think back to the, the conversation we had about Ted and all the adaptations that he has, 
these cats have the same thing going on. The claws, the, the beautiful, look at the whiskers, wow. the teeth, the yeah. retractable claws. So they're right in front of us. And oh this my is the most God. Hi, beautiful How cat. Are you? We are eye to eye with this cub who is huge and curious and beautiful. But also look at the back of the ears. There's white spots on the back of the ears yeah. and they use that for communication as well. Look at the size of it. The paws are so yeah. big. Is that mama over there? That's mama. Wow. I think I see Papa up there. Oh my oh. good lord. He's what he's doing now is what our cats do at home. He's scent marking. So he's passing by rocks and trees and all lots of things in his habitat and he's he's moving up again. So he's got scent glands in various parts of his body. And he's rubbing, and he's rubbing himself there, yeah. and he's letting everyone know that this is his territory. Oh my god, he's massive. Yeah. He's humongous. And there's only about 400 in the wild, as far as I know. Yeah. But there are hundreds of them in apartments and roadside zoos. In the States. In the States and in Russia. Yeah. And people have them on their couches. Yeah. Majesty on legs. I think your critter sheds. Kicking my critter sheds ass. You've just been tagging along for the last year, Colm. <laughs> yeah, for this moment. Yeah, <laughs> well done with your snails, you little pox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe that it's we're amazing. sitting here with two. I'm so definitely going to get a, a, a tiger selfie. Yeah. Do, totally. So we've just left our beautiful tiger cubs. Oh man, that was awesome. So we're looking at a natural body, well not natural, but we're looking at what, a, a moat. Full of, can you see them bangs on the top of the water? What? That's a little tadpoles coming really? up for air. Yeah, so you have, right. you have frogs breeding in there. Oh that's amazing. That's nice to see. We're gonna go left here. We're gonna go left. So that screech in the background was a heron. And we're taking an underpass now to something else that's spectacular. Now, I want you to just slow down because you need to savour this. So we're getting close again up to another viewing shelter. <gasps> Look at this. It's the sea lions. This is like... Oh my God, this is awesome. That is a pup in, in the water. So we can, oh! we're in the under, underwater viewing area where you can see right under this beautiful saltwater habitat. And there's a pup. There are oh, three it's pups. Sal- it's saltwater. It's saltwater, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, and this in front of us now is a sea lion pup. From this year? From this year. He's so cute. I know. And look how big. Like, is that his willy? No, it's a tail. Oh, And that's no. how you can tell. There's another pup, look. Oh, wow. Second the ears pup. and the tail. That's it. And the flippers. My mammal knowledge knows no bounds. There's a second pup in front of us, look. Oh, so sea lions have a little tiny tail. Yeah. How you can tell the difference between seals and sea lions? Seals are more streamlined. They're, high, they're more highly evolved for water. Exactly, no, yeah. Cool. So if you look at the, the back awesome. end, the, the back flippers of these guys, yeah. they're like two feet together. Yeah, as very opposed close to together. the big flipper. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. They also have a tail, which the seals don't have. Yeah. And they have ears. It's cool though, isn't it? It's kind of like the, you're yeah. seeing the evolution in, in, yeah. in, as it happens. And look at the way they're playing those it's two. so pups. good. Oh, look, they're blowing bubbles. Look, bubbles. they're bubbles. And, and they're, chasing, they're chasing them. They're having the time in, of his life. They are so playful. So there's three female adults yeah. and one male adult, and then the three pups. So again, each of the, each of the females so had, yeah, each of the females had a pup this year. And look, oh, look at them; pretty. they're amazing. They're so cool. And like every time I come down here, they as soon as they know that somebody's here, they come, they they, they come jump into the water and they start playing. And they did exactly what they were doing there. They blow bubbles and they tried to catch them. Do you know what's great as well? Because the zoo closes at whatever six. Mm-hmm. It gives them a little bit of time for quietness and there's not people gawking at them all the time. Well, apart from us, we're sexy and that's different. (laughs) The animals are like, yes, that's those critter shed guys off the radios. So the interesting thing is these are California sea lions and California sea lions all over the world, i.e. in California and in various zoos, they all give birth within the same couple of weeks. So they're all oh, synchronised. they're all synchronised mm-hmm. no matter where they are on the planet. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. So these guys gave birth in June. So on your right here is the new wolf habitat Excellent. taking shape. I remember uh, we had a few drinks in your house for Christmas, or for your birthday. Yeah. And, and I was leaving and staggering out the door. <laughs> 
uh, the wolves all kicked off. That's right. And I shit myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never called it. I never called an Uber so fast in my life. <laughs> it's that old part of your brain just goes, "Holy fuck!" Oh, I froze, and I knew it made no sense. And I, I just registered. I was like, "But once they kicked off together, I was like, holy shit." Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to turn to the right. What we're looking at now is an island completely covered and, in flowers and plants. Yeah, wildflowers as well. And look at the so amount of dancing flies here. Look at the amount of bugs around us. Yeah, it's great. Isn't it incredible? You're doing your bit for uh, biodiversity. And there's fish in there. We're Better. looking over a, a moat or part of the lake, actually. Cool. Wow. Beautiful. There you go. You have all the boxes ticked. Loads of different plants, yeah. wildflowers. It's really just a big of version of your garden. Yeah, it's a massive version of my garden. It really is. <laughs> there's water, there's greenery, there's animals. Yeah, it's very, very true. I'm not feeling like inadequate at all. <laughs> Goes home, cries for four hours. Do you get to? Do you just take a stroll around every so often yourself? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I used to go running back when I had knees that worked. Ah, I used to go running, I those days and myself. I used to. Um, I used to imagine there was no barriers or no windows oh or no and I'd scare the shite out of myself and I was out running one night and I was followed by a wolf how? on the other side of the fence oh god it's a very long habitat yeah yeah and she she followed she me she followed you I don't uh, I don't stop to appreciate mammals as much as I should but right. I'm glad I hang around with people like you and <laughs> you know other people that I know who are big mammal heads and it kind of you know, I get so focused. Even when we were in with the elephants, I was looking at the spiders. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to look at these animals and just take them in. So how was that for your night? That was a brilliant night. It's just getting dark now, so we'll... We'll wind it up. We'll wind it up. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Glad you came to my critter yeah. shed. Next week we'll go back to mine and we'll talk about snails. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.